When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Um, let's let's get to the Yankees. Yeah, we bring you in. We want to we want to talk Yankees with you because you are on this Yankee bandwagon. You are following the team every single day. You are eating it, breathing it, sleeping it. What's going on with the Yankees this year? Is it as simple as Aaron Judge isn't there, and because of that, this is what's going on? Or is there something else going on? Explain to me, what's wrong with the Yankees? Well, I think the Aaron Judge is a piece of the puzzle, right? The injury. But it's not the whole puzzle, okay? Let's just be straight about that now. Like, There's been everything from lack of uh, length from starting pitching, with the exception of Garrett Cole on a consistent basis, which to me – has put more stress on the bullpen, which is now taxed. Their number one in Major League Baseball bullpen is now taxed. So that's going to come back to bite them, in my, in my opinion. So if I'm them, I'm targeting bullpen. I'm targeting relievers at the deadline. So because we need to add some depth. And, I, and it, with a caveat, you know, if they're going to get guys, I don't want them to get guys who've already matched last year's inning totals in July. I want them with some room to not deteriorate towards the rest of the season. So it's got to be a very strategic add if the, if the, if the Yankees are going to do that. So that's the combination. And then you have veterans like DJ LeMahieu, Giancarlo Stanton, Anthony Rizzo, who have been playing su- supremely subpar baseball, which has also affected the Yankees' offensive machine. You also have um, you know Anthony Volpe here with some growing pains who's developing along, along lines. And a lot, I think more pressure has been put on him because these other guys haven't been performing. So, and when those guys are playing well, the offense tends to play well. When you have Judge in there, the offense tends to play well. And a healthy Yankee team is generally a dangerous Yankee team. So, I think it's a, uh, basically a tripod of issues. With Judge being injured and missing months, right? Yeah, Carlos Rodonda missed the first three months of the season, which affected the rotation. And then you've got Nestor Cortez out for probably almost two months. He's, he can't come back until August 6th. So, that combination of things is – and with, with a, a miss um, – or just an unbalanced roster mm-hmm. put together by Brian Cashman over the last couple of years has contributed to these problems as well. I, I I can't sit here and say it's a Boone thing because Boone's not on the field with these guys either. You know, Boone does make does he make some bonehead decisions? Yes, but all managers do. So I can't just sit here and say fire Boone. That to me is unfair. So I need to have an issue. Does does Cashman need to go? He built this roster. He did these. I mean, not not at the time. There were a ton of teams in on DJ LeMahieu, right? Let's go get yeah. DJ LeMahieu. The Harrison Bader trade looks good. Yeah. Um, you, 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 you've seen some good moves. You've seen some poor moves. The Josh Donaldson thing was terrible. Yeah. Is this, a, is is it time to move on from Brian Cashman? It could be. I mean, the only person I would even consider, and I would know, I have no idea whether he'd be ever ever be interested, would be Theo Epstein. So. I can't really think of another manager of GM who can come in here and do what Cashman does and what Hal needs him to do. And they're two different things, right? Right. Cashman's been great. 
And again, you know, and a lot of folks on my channel, they're always telling me he's dumpster diving and whatnot. But we got to keep in mind, he lost out on Soto. He made an offer. He made a big offer to Otani. They were rejected. He also got Ben Attendee. He got he got a lot of folks mm -hmm. that either got hurt or just didn't pan out. So, you know, a, a good stretch of bad luck with some poor uh, decisions or poor trades and a very angry Yankee fan base <laughs> makes it feel, I think, in my opinion, worse than it actually is. So, but I don't think all these injuries are helping. I don't mm -hmm. think, you know, the trades that he's made over the last two or three years are really helping. Yeah. So if they're going to keep them, we need a shifting uh, priorities here in my, in, in my opinion. And again, I would, I would, you know, try to upgrade the analytics, try to upgrade it in a couple different areas. I would, I would look at the trainers and try to upgrade in a lot mm -hmm. of areas. Cause I don't understand why the Yankees get hurt more than any team in baseball. And it's not even close. Right. So, so mm -hmm. that, that's, that's gotta be factored in. It has to be. Yeah. So, so I mean, I don't think, I mean, Cashman's got a track record of his own 25 mm -hmm. years here. He's also made Hal and Levine and the rest of the family supremely wealthy. So with his business moves too. Um, but at the same time, I'm open to a credible option for replacement. But right. it's got to be credible. It can't just be some guy. Right. Some GM. You have to, it has to be a proven, uh, a proven talent. And I would also think that it's going to be a process where. Yes. You you'll probably you'll probably also get a lot of interest. You'll you'll I would think that you would have some some serious interest from some serious players at, at recording. It's July 26th. It is a 53 and 48 team. Now they're ahead of the Mets right now, so they're looking at a 54 58 team. But we're talking about a team that could be six games over 500 at the end of the night. And it's July 26th. Yeah. That's unacceptable, right? And it's and it's also a testament, to, and not only is it unacceptable, but it's a testament to how strong the AL East is. I yes. can't remember the last time we've had a last place team in any division that was over 500. Right. So they could possibly, we talked about this in the beginning of the season too, they could possibly have every team over 500. And what that means is you can go to almost every other division and be in first or second place. So it is a testament to how strong the standard division is. At so, this point, at this point, I think that's how this is going to finish. I agree. Every but all all of all five teams are going to be over five hundred. Let's let's sort of with that pivot towards you know the American League East. You've got the Orioles eclipsing the Rays, taking over first place. They're a game and a half up right now. Your expectations for this division? Boston's going to be buying at the deadline. You've got Toronto inconsistent but dangerous we saw that against the dodgers you know they took two out of three from la it should have been a sweep it wasn't a sweep because they blew it late on we'll call it wednesday morning so you've got a tampa team a baltimore team that you can stamp their tickets to the postseason how many teams are getting into the playoffs from the American League East? Are all of the wild card teams coming out of the AL East? It's a good question. I think it's going to be two, at least two, mm -hmm. coming out of the AL East. They could be more, but I still, I mean, I you know, the West still can probably put right. somebody in there. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I think that whoever wins the division in the, in the Central will go. Obviously, but I don't know if a wild card team is going to come out of the Central. I think another wild card team will probably come out of the West if not, if they're not all coming out of the East. So, right. but. You know, talking about these teams, I mean, you know, buyers, yes. 
I mean, the, the, the Rays got off to an incredible start. They've kind of come down to earth a little bit. And the Orioles are heading in the opposite direction, so they're kind of crisscrossing each other. And I don't think the Orioles are going to be slowing down anytime soon with that roster that they've mm-hmm. got. Um, I do think both teams need to add another starting pitcher. They want to go yeah. deep into the playoffs. Um, I know the or I mean, I had predicted C Dylan Cease to the Orioles. So, but the White Sox have already rejected six trade proposals for Dylan Cease in the last week. So doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they yeah. You, you they need to keep Cease because they need to build a rotation around him. Yeah, and and if there's any team I think that can possibly get him, it's the Orioles because of the farm that they have. It's a sure. top-rated farm now, so if they're going to overwhelm somebody, that's the team to do it. Um, I heard Lance Lynn and the White Sox were in discussions for it with Tampa, so mm-hmm. he, he could go there. Um, but I mean, Tampa's been ravaged by Tommy John. Two or three of their stars have already gone down with Tommy John, yep. and they're still holding yep. it together. So um, with those two, I could still see them going back and forth. One of those teams is going to be a wild card, and the other one's going to be a division winner, in my opinion. Blue Jays, I think, again, I, they might be a piece away. And again, if they get Manoa back with, you know, Barrios and 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 the, the, the top three in the rotation, they're going to be in much better shape if Barrios can put it together. I mean, if uh, Manoa could put it together. So and they've got Kikuchi, they've got Rio, so they've got the depth there. But I think Manoa could be a good equalizer to help propel them forward. Um, and I know they've got a little a little bit of inconsistency with some of their like Kiermaier and, and um, uh, Varsho, but I'm confident in their ability to kind of put it together too offensively. They've got a bunch of firepower there offensively the, the red Sox. um if there's any team i could see in last place that are not the yankees are probably the red Sox. but i could also i could also see them buying the question is right are they going to willing they're going to be willing to part with the piece that they need cassis and some of these other folks to buy what they need mm-hmm. i don't know you know i don't know and i just like i don't know what the yankees now we're hearing now that judge is going to be activated on friday against baltimore and we already know he's not 100 percent so his return looks like it's it's dictating whether the Yankees are going to be buyers or sellers. So they're still in limbo, in my opinion. If I'm them, whether Judge comes back or not this year, they need two bats regardless. Regardless. Right. Decent comp- contact bats, one at the top, one at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So to put the ball, we need more guys to put the ball in play. You know, whether it be left field or third base or whatever it might be. Yeah. I think the Yankees would be wise to pursue or consider multiplayer deals. If the Rockies, they could probably get two players. The White Sox, maybe two players. A right. couple of teams, they could get two players and kill two birds with one stone in the trade. So if I'm yeah. them, I'm I'm thinking that the Yankees. Um, the um the the thought about the the how this how this division is going to play out the rest of the way. One thing you didn't bring up that is going to be big is the return of Hyunjin Ryu. Yes, he's back. And he, I saw him in Buffalo a couple weeks ago, and he looked good. And it was the it was the Tigers, the Toledo Mudhens, the Tigers Triple A team. But that that team is full of their top ten talent. I want to say half of that lineup in Toledo are Detroit Tigers top ten mm. talent. So mm. Ryu was going up against Colt Keith and and others, and he looked good. He made one mistake. He was able to. I mean, that curveball looked nasty. Un- it looked unhittable. It was unhittable. So you bring him back, and Kikuchi and Manoa then are your five and six. And if that's the situation you're in, here's where we're, I think this is what we're looking at. Baltimore, Tampa, stamp it. The Toronto Blue Jays, I would give them the 
the odds to get there. I mean, they just took two as inconsistent as they can be. They just took two out of three in LA and LA was hot. Mm -hmm. LA was rolling. Robbie Hyde put LA number two in his power rankings and LA ended up number three in my power rankings. So that's where the Dodgers were. And the Blue Jays just took two out of three. And then you look at Boston and New York and they are right now on the outside looking in behind Houston or Texas. So Boston and New York need to go and find a new gear. And again, maybe that's through trade because otherwise they'll be on the outside looking in and that that final wild card spot could go to a AL West team.